It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh, boy. Here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is way up. Out this is how this to do life. How to do life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You know, you've had the Friday show this entire season so far. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's because I've had things that I've wanted to talk about from the week before. Yeah. All the big things have been happening on, like, Wednesdays. And <laughs> so I'm a week old on everything I want to talk about every time. But you are doing an excellent job with the Friday shows. Well, I do have a bit of a question for our show today. I'm going to put it in the category of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Have we decided on a on a day that we're going to talk about our neck our book club, Calypso by David Sedaris? I think it's going to be like mid Feb. Okay, I think it's going to okay. be like around the Valentine's ish time. Okay, Let good. If, let me see if I marked it. Because um, I'm but, about yeah. halfway done with the book. Good. And I'm enjoying it. If y'all have not started reading yet, it's super super fun to read. It's easy. It's a collection of short stories that take. 10 minutes or so to read so you can read They're while fun, you're aren't waiting they? for They're somebody so keep fun. it in your bag so if you end up sitting someplace where you're waiting you can just kind of read a little bit and soak in i was super excited to get to page 115 yeah what happens on 115 he mentions being in tallahassee florida oh really for literally a, one sentence mm-hmm. but i wondered We've both seen mm-hmm. him speak, mm-hmm. but at different events. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering whether he, the one that he referenced was the one that you were at or the one that I was at. I think that this book was well before the one that I was at. Okay, then maybe it was Mine the one was that- just like a year or two ago, like maybe two years ago. And okay. I think that this book is older than that. So I, maybe it was the one that I, I went Perhaps. to. And I, he read from Naked, I think. Mm, I like Naked. Because that's the book that I got signed. That's the book that I got signed to, but I don't think that that was the latest book then either. Like I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't. I, I liked him. I was, he was good. Have you ever seen the? I think it's Letterman interview with David Sedaris where he talks about the Stadium Pal. No. Oh my God. This, Can we find it? Maybe yes. Put it up. Yes, cool. we will. It was one of my first introductions to David Sedaris, and when I heard this, I had to find his books it is so funny you know what i learned uh just the other day one of our friends uh posted a picture of um her little shelf that she had done up for valentine's day it was our friend darby posted this up and um she had a book sitting on that shelf by amy sedaris oh and i didn't know that amy wrote too and Uh tish said that she's very very funny oh she's she's very hilarious yeah um i know she has a book on entertaining amy is his sister yeah anyone who doesn't know yeah Um, he has many many sisters and she also had a show called Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was it funny? It's. I love it. <laughs> Let's just start stalking this family. It's like we want to we we join them. Yeah. Um, so back to the schedule. I yeah. think that next week, I believe 
We will have Jerry on. we got to get that confirmed. Jerry from Jerry's Cafe here in Tallahassee. She's going to come on and do a segment with us. The next week is Brian's week. Yay. We'll see Brian. That'll be fun. We'll do the recap show. And then the week after, which will be the week of um, the 17th and 19th, I think that will be book club week. Excellent. Okay, so, so you've so got about three weeks left yeah, to read, guys. Three weeks left. Keep reading, friends. You can do it. Um, speaking of upcoming shows, I'm excited to um, have a couple of guests coming in that I'm trying to schedule right now, so I can't. I can't guarantee when it's going to be, um, but I have been participating in a study at FSU being run by a PhD oh, yeah. candidate on fat metabolism in endurance, female endurance athletes. And uh, it was fascinating. And I just got my results, mm-hmm. and which are going to be part of the big study. And um, I asked the... Um, the PhD candidate that that I'm working with, if he would come on and answer our questions about um, staying fit after 40. Oh, how fun. Yeah. So um, I'll let you guys know when we're able to do that so you can ask your questions in advance. Oh, good. That'll be exciting. All right. So as seems to be the per usual these days, we need to do an update on our... And now it's time to talk about our... Universal signal for yeah, like a touchdown. Arms up, touchdown. When, when you're in cheerleading, this is. Oh, cool. really? Touchdown. Oh, okay. It's you do in- sprinkle fingers. Well, oh. do, now the girls, the young girls don't do the sprinkle fingers. That oh, was no? for the old ladies like me. Now they do like just a hand up like a little. Oh. Just a little wave. Just like a little just queen a, wave. A little queen wave oh. with their hand up high. I yeah. never noticed. I would never have known that if you hadn't told <laughs> me that today. Okay. So this is my last week of dry January. Oh, Congrats. I know. Can you believe it's already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm pretty sure it's going to continue. Yeah. At least for wine. Cool. One thing I've noticed. Well, isn't liquor off for the whole year? Yeah, liquor I'm done. Liquor's the whole year, I think that's my whole life, actually. Oh, wow. I mean, I can't guarantee that I'll never have anything with liquor in it, Mm -hmm. but I, the hangover from even one cocktail is just not worth it anymore to me. Gotcha. Like, not, um, it would need to be, it would need to be a bigger payoff. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, but one thing I noticed that without wine or beer, I noticed having more cravings for sugar. I think that that is true. For people who are letting go of their one sugar source, they want to replace it with something else. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of people probably have found that. You know, I've been dessert free for nine years. Yes. And that has been a big, big thing for me. Um, and I assumed that... Well, like, okay, so wine and beer are sugars, Mm -hmm. you know, and so if I don't have that in my diet anymore, it must be just my animal brain wanting it back. I decided to do a little bit of research on it and look into see how how common is it for people who are um, abstaining from alcohol to notice sugar cravings. And I found an article in Business Insider. I'll post it in the show notes and we'll put it up on the page. Um, that says that dry January, um, the idea of it started around 2013. Research has shown that about 71% of participants will complete the whole month. Mm-hmm. About 57% drink less overall six months later. Oh, wow. That it's the type of thing that will, it really does make an impact. It's a and, good jump start, yeah. Yeah, and whenever I do anything like that, I'm, 
I want to use it as an opportunity to discover something about myself and mm-hmm. my habits so that I can mm-hmm. become a better person. And, um, and I also found out that it's common for people who are abstaining from alcohol to have sugar cravings, but it's not necessarily because of the addictive nature of sugar, which I thought it was. It's for the dopamine. Yeah, I can see that. Because mm-hmm. it makes you happy. It's a little shot of... Little, little boost, you know, yeah. pick me up. Yeah. So um, for our listeners who are also doing dry January, I'm curious to know whether or not they're also having this, this side effect and that they're noticing. And that if you're noticing any ways that you are doing other things differently as a response. I think you probably recall that when I started my um, eight weeks dry, that I was like, I should lose a bunch of weight unless I replace those calories uh-huh. with something else because I knew <laughs> that the that the sugar rush was coming. You know, I knew that I would be like, hmm, you know what sounds good? Like a lot more coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't put sugar in my coffee, but, you know, like just a replacement, just, you know, some kind of replacement. And it seems to be coffee or tea or um, the occasional um, lint Lint truffle, is that what those are? Yeah, Ooh, those are, yeah. Oh, they're so mm-hmm. freaking good. Oh, I know you're dessert free, but man, <laughs> that is some bomb candy. It is really, really good. So yeah, I, th- I think that you know that probably happens to a lot of people. I think that some of the people, like um, we have some friends who decided to do the whole thirty for right. January, and that is cleaner than you know you you can't replace it. You can't replace your uh, glass of wine with chocolate in right. that case. You know, so so you know. Got to gotta keep an eye on all of it. Got to watch it all. One thing out, something new in. Yeah. Well, and especially for us pendulum swingers mm-hmm. who are overachievers that kind of go to the extreme in so many things. Mm-hmm. And then also looking at it through the lens of an eating disorder of there always being there the, the tendency to have that type of laser focus mm-hmm. is going to come out in some way. Yeah. And so if you take away the current subject matter then it's going to revert to something else you have to you have to address that yeah i mean it's almost an addiction it doesn't mean that you're an alcoholic you know but it's it's an addiction it's a habit and you're going to replace it with another habit it might be something healthy it might be something not but if you tend to be kind of like we talked about on the last episode if you tend to be a little bit obsessive and you tend to be like always well i'm going to do it a little bit better i'm going to do a little bit more i'm a little like so even your healthiest habits can become bad habits if they become you're doing them too much or they're controlling your life and your behavior, you know. So even walking <laughs> I was like, just about to even say. walking, if you've replaced, you know, some things with, you know, exercise, mm-hmm. you can find yourself, you know, in in a spot where you're overdoing that, you know, because like like that like that story stepping out in our in our book that we talked about, you know, like, okay, I can make 35 miles a week. Can I make 40 miles yep. a week? Can I make 45 miles a week? Can I make 50 miles a week? You know, and I'm going to do a big hike in 18 months where I'm going to do 350 miles and I'm going to need to do like, so, so I might as well just start walking 30 miles a day. Yeah. Well, and especially <laughs> when you get so much personal satisfaction over yes. having done better than yesterday. Yes. It can be a slippery slope mm-hmm. where like, you know, we both are, are we have tendency Over to do that. Overachievers unite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So watch out for Be yourself. Be careful, folks. <laughs> do better than us. Keep it healthy. Keep it in the middle. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm kind of going to talk about the same thing in the grab bag. Hmm. What? What did they come up with now? Ew. Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. 
Okay, so last weekend I found myself in a pretty unique situation for me, something that very rarely happens. Okay. I had the entire house to myself. Oh. On Saturday night. You sent me a text to brag about it. You yeah. You were so excited. <laughs> I, was, I was very excited. I didn't expect it. I knew that... Um, that, you know, one husband and one child were going to go camping. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that the other one spent the night at his friend's house. I like that husband and child go camping together. Just, yeah. you know, a little father-son activity. I yeah. think that's nice. They needed to do that. It was really nice. And the nice. other one just, you got lucky? Yeah, he went yeah. to his friend's house. And so I ended up um, binge-watching Bridgerton. Mm. Have you seen the ads for it on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, I've seen the ads and I just, I won't. I don't know why. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I I um started watching it and almost immediately there's sex. Oh. And so I realized I, I can't watch it like just willy-nilly in the middle of the day. So oh, gotcha. I realized, ooh, I have the house to myself. I can watch all the sex I want to. Ooh. So um, I was gonna watch boring What does Heather shows. do in her alone time? <laughs> she watches sex. So I was watching like my murder mystery shows. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, I, I could, could be watch watching this. sex right now. Right. So um, <laughs> I stayed up until like 1 o'clock in the morning. That's crazy for you because I do know that you're like a 8 o'clock bedtimer. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was um, I was recovering the cushions for my um, dining room table. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's chairs. what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and watching this really fun show that is just, if you... If you enjoy um, historical fiction and, um, and well, it's not as much sex as I'm making it sound <laughs> like. There's really only one episode that happened to have a lot of sex. But um, anyway, it was really fun. And I um, realized that I very rarely binge watch an entire season of something. I just don't mm-hmm. have that much time. Mm-hmm. But it made me start thinking about what makes shows binge worthy what have you binge watched so i binge watch two different things i binge watch shows that i'm really into the show that it's got a great storyline and it's got colorful characters and it's got you know a lot of drama and it's fast-paced and it's exciting obviously that's what we're kind of thinking of here but i also binge watch things that i don't really watch things that are good background mm-hmm. like like a show like Skin Wars, for right, example, yeah. or like the tattoo show, like any of the contest shows, you mm-hmm. know, I will turn that on at eight o'clock in the morning and I will live my life and I will turn it off, you know, at five o'clock at night and I will have watched eight hours of it, like almost a season of it, but I haven't really watched it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't sitting and absorbed in it yeah. and actually paying attention. I was doing other stuff. I was reading. I was on my phone. I was, you know, working on something else. I was, you know, putting away laundry and then coming back going, what? Did, did somebody just win a challenge? You know, like, so, yeah. so there's two very different kinds of binge. There's background noise, like just what you would kind of what you would turn on if you just turned on network TV and let it play all day in the background. You know, you're not really watching it. And then there's true binging. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't often watch a whole bunch of the same thing in one day because I don't have big blocks of time to watch TV. Mm -hmm. But I do find that I will watch an entire series of something before before really emotionally committing myself to another show. <laughs> I do that sometimes too. Like I can't quite, 
you know, like if this one's not over, I I don't go back and forth. Kind of like books. There are some people who are reading four or five books at a time. Oh yeah, that's I'm me. not I'm not that person at all. I like to read the book that I'm reading. Like once in a while, I'll grab something else and I'll feel like. Th- it's a different headspace, you know, and I think that shows can be like that too. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm in the headspace of this show. Now I had a show recently that I've done this with two shows. I can think of two terrible shows that I did not like that. I still watched through completion because like I started it and then I'm so close to the end that I feel like I should finish it. I watched this show called hinterland. Okay. Terrible. Don't watch the show. It's a terrible, <laughs> stupid show. It's awful. What's it about? It is about a British cop who um, solves crimes. Like, he makes every decision wrong, but then ends up he's the hero at the end of all of them. And he walks around a lot with a flashlight. For Nothing has electricity inexplicably. I have no idea why <laughs> nothing has electricity. So he's got his little flashlight, and he looks at things, and... Then everybody said, like, there is an old crime yeah. that they thought was solved, and there is a crime today, and he's going to figure out how they're tied together because they definitely are. Oh, I totally love that show. Oh. I would love that. No, it's, it's <laughs> really bad. Like, it, I thought that I would love it, and it was recommended to me because of all the things that I do love, but this show is trash, and I had to watch. Like, there were, like, three episodes left, and I'm like, I have to watch them. Did, I have to watch them. And did you? Yes, I did. Because you just had to close it off. You yeah, and it was off. definitely, by the end, one of those things that it just was playing. And I'm like, what? You know, like, oh, did they get the guy? Like, what happened? You know, like, like, but I had to let it play. I had to let it run on my television, you know, because <laughs> I had to complete it. You had committed to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that um, a lot of people like to binge. Um, well, of course, Downton Abbey, I think, was one of our... Um, a pretty collective binge, although they wouldn't release. The thing about a binge show is that you have to release all of the whole season at one time so that you can binge watch right. it. It's, it's not fun if you don't. You know, like, it, like I sometimes have been known to not start watching a series because until I know that there. it's not over. I know that there's one more season or something, and I'll wait until it's over because I don't want to get caught up and then have to wait nine months for... A new episode. Yeah. I don't like that. I just recently finished watching um, Dairy Girls. Oh, yeah. Now, that was one that I watched part of the first episode, and I didn't get into it. I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then I saw the Dairy Girls on the um, the British Baking Holiday show, and um, and they were so funny and endearing that I decided to watch their show again, and I loved it. I was going to ask you if you started watching it because of the episode yeah. of the Great British Baking yeah. Show. And then... And they did, like, they were smart, too, because they did the ad for that show uh-huh. at the close of that episode. Yeah, yeah. I did. Smart. So I watched both seasons that are out for that, and I really, really enjoyed it. And then um, when I was watching Bridgerton, one of the Dairy Girls is in Bridgerton. And oh. so I love that when there's a, a, a an actor that, you know, kind of comes into That's the next the kind show of thing that I, that I never, 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 never noticed. Probably, oh, I always par- do. Probably partially because of my face blindness. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm the most know, annoying person, person to watch TV with because I have IMDb on almost the whole time and I'm telling you about every single thing that every actor has done. And Robbie's Yeah, I have like, some friends up. like that and I'm like, <laughs> don't care. Oh, they were in this and they well, were in this. Well, and, and you know this. what? And everybody's like, they were in this and I'm like, never saw it. They were in this. Never even heard of it. Like, uh, I, <laughs> you're telling me things that like, 
Oh, well, but in the early 90s, and it was, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know anything about it. I always want to find out, care. like, where'd they grow up? Who are they married to? Who do they used to be married to? Who are their kids? What do they do? Uh, you know, just, I like to go down the rabbit hole of people. I only like that with my reality shows. Like, yeah. I will watch, uh, like, season four of The Bachelor because it came out on Netflix. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and it's from like 2008. Oh, where are they now? And I'm like, oh, what happened to them? Did they stay together? What happened to them? Well, obviously they never stay together. So you're like, oh, who'd they marry? What happened? Did you did they find somebody on The Bachelor? Did they, you know. I was like that did with. Did they go on Bachelor um, in Paradise? What did they do? Married at first sight. Did you see that like as I, as I. Um, told you what I was doing. I, I have typing with my thumbs. Like I'm, I'm, I'm air typing. <laughs> I'm air typing. Uh, this is how this is this is how I find the answers to all life's problems. Okay. Air typing with my thumbs. So I do have a point with this um, line of um, conversation. I was curious to find out what, what? we don't do that. <laughs> what I'm, watch this. I'm going to make a big leap here. I'm going to connect. I'm going to be like hinterland where <laughs> there's like an old topic and a new topic. I'm going to bring them together. Let's do okay. It. So. I, I looked up to find out what makes a show binge-worthy because you know that the networks are, they have a formula of, of what they're trying to create mm-hmm. so that it will be binge-worthy. And so there's four elements that, um, I'm going to post this this article. Can I try to guess? Okay, yeah, sure. Tell me, what do you think it is? Um, a main character that we really care about. That's an important one. You really care about the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, an interesting setting or place, like a, like an interesting city or an interesting job or something that we want to know more about. Mm, I don't have anything in my list that has to do with the location or the setting of the show, although I think that that could be an element of one of the other components. Okay. Which is a layered story. A, a layered A story, story where there are different... Um, there might be different storylines happening around the same at the same time mm-hmm. and so you know there's there's different layers to the story and location and setting could be one of them okay yeah mm-hmm. okay what else what else what else makes a good binge worthy show we got a cast we like we got layers all different people we got I don't know. I, have a, I feel like it's got to be that kind of that catchy premise thing that, you know, like it's it's got to be that, you know, something novel or interesting or, yeah. you know. Well, that's that's one of them. It pulls you in early. Mm-hmm. It gets you. It has a hook, mm-hmm. you know, that you're immediately interested in what's going to happen next. And then um, a fourth element that isn't necessarily true because I think that there are plenty of binge-worthy shows that do not have this element, but having a continuous story that is told over the course of the season. But I also know that, like, reality shows or contest shows, you know, I guess it's a continuous story. Yeah, they, but... really, they kind of are, though. They're building to yeah, something. You know, true. it's got to be building to something. My other thought was going to be, like, a, a great prote- protagonist? Is that mm-hmm. the bad guy? Oh, the, antagonist. The, antagonist, yeah. I'm like, no, that's not the right word. Yeah. I knew I didn't have the right <laughs> word. I just didn't know what the right word was. The yeah, antagonist like, antagonizes you. Yeah, you got to have... You gotta have Anti. A, bad, have, a good bad guy. You got to have some jerks. Like right now on The Bachelor. Bachelor's on um, Monday nights, 8 o'clock, uh, ABC. <laughs> Freaking fantastic show. If you don't watch The Bachelor, you really should. It is so much fun. I love The Bachelor. But they have this girl. She calls herself the queen. Oh, Lord. I already the hate queen. her. She's the queen. Ugh, barf. Oh, She wears a tiara. Oh, God. 
Her name is Victoria, so she's oh the queen. Oh, my God. No. She's the queen. Or, I don't know. She's something. Um, so she's the queen, and the queen is the most annoying human being. She uh-huh. is the absolute worst human being that you can dream up. That's why she's on the show. Why does she get to stay? Like, and oh yeah, and the bachelor, the bachelor will be like, oh, I kept her because I like her. No, I've you seen don't. Him on talk shows no, because the I'm producers like, no, 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 no. tell Your producers you you have were to. like, yo, Victoria stays. Yeah, Victoria, she gonna be here until at least week eight or nine. That's why she's doing that. That's why she is here. We cast her for this. Exactly. The queen stays. And don't pretend. Don't go on Jimmy Kimmel and be like, I like Victoria. I thought she was <laughs> no, you great. Don't. No, you don't. Nobody <laughs> likes Victoria. Legitimately, not one person in America likes Victoria. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Somebody go if you if somebody Victoria can go on and, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, Victoria liked Victoria a lot. Actually, she probably doesn't like Victoria at all. That's why she's on The Bachelor acting like queen. that. <laughs> I'm here for my king, and every all you princesses should get out of my way. Oh, gross. Oh, my God. That's my favorite voice in the world to do. We need to talk about Victoria more so that I can do this voice because I love doing this voice. <laughs> it's my favorite. I should go on The Bachelor as this character. <laughs> I would watch that. I could be the new Victoria. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, you know me as, like, a real person, and then I would go on The Bachelor, and I would be this person. Oh, God. I'd have to stop being friends with you. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. Okay, so here's where I'm going to make my big connection, okay? Mm-hmm. Right now, we're all about our goals. Goals. Right? We're all about goals. finding ways and, and, and observing ourselves, um, learning from our actions, and, and shaping our behaviors into the direction that we want to go in life. And so I wondered, if a show can be binge-worthy, I wonder if our habits and our goals can be binge-worthy. How can we incorporate these elements into the way that we live our lives? Aren't you something? (laughs) Look at you, healthy Heather, coach extraordinaire. (laughs) Going to create the perfect formula for life success (laughs) on the show called How to Do Life. Way to go, girl. Okay, so clearly, yes, we have to have something in our goals that you said the very first thing we care about the characters mm-hmm. you have to care about the main character in your life yourself right you have to be really committed to the outcome of what's going on with this person mm-hmm. and i think that part of what makes your goals binge worthy something that you are going to make time for that you're going to dedicate time to, that you're going to invest energy in, you've got to care mm-hmm. about the person, mm-hmm. which is you. Yes. So you've got to be yes, really queen. excited. <laughs> you've got to be excited about your own outcome. Right. <laughs> the second thing we talked about, a layered story. Mm-hmm. The habits that stick are the ones that are connected to our values. Yeah, that are ingrained into different pieces of our life. It's not just this one external thing. Right. It's part of our social relationships. It's part of our, you know, um, our family relationships. It's part of, you know, how we choose, you know, to structure our day. It's part of a lot of different pieces. Exactly. Exactly. It's that layered story Mm -hmm. where, you know, your like our walking goal is going to support things that you want to do in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it connects you with with other people 
Mm-hmm. And it connects you with your children. A text just came in from a girlfriend who said, do you want to walk tomorrow? So, you know, like somebody who wants to go out with me. Because when I started this goal, I texted it to a lot of friends. And I said, hey, I'm going to be doing this if you would like to join me. So I made like camaraderie around it. And I have half a dozen people who, you know, different levels of it. Like some are like, well, I'm going to try to get like two or three miles a day, not five. Or, you know, I'm going to, you know, not do the dry part. Or I'm going to, you know, whatever. But several people who have said, you know, I like that you have set an intention. I'll try to do something similar yeah. and I'll try to do it with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the ones that stick are the are the ones that are connected to various areas yes. of our life. Mm-hmm. They're layered in. Yep. Um, then, of course, we talked about having that hook. Yes. You know, it, it pulls you in early. It gets you with the first episode. Mm-hmm. The habits that stick and the goals that are going to be successful are the ones where we have some element of instant gratification, instant reward. You start having fun right away. Yeah. Something that that you get a payoff really, really fast. Yeah. And I think part of that too can be, you know, like you started it with a friend, you know, you you started it um, like maybe even that feeling if you go home and you feel a little sore or you feel a little tired, you know, but, but that feels good because you know that you did something today. You yeah. Know? I think, uh, or you just had a really, uh, it calmed you down because you were out in nature. Like that instant gratification, you know, yeah. has to be there in some way that like you're never going to stick to an exercise plan or something that you don't like. Like yeah. if you go to the gym and like social or music or, you know, whatever, if those are not the things that are rewarding to mm-hmm. you, you're not going to go back. Right. You're not going to. If, if instead you feel self-conscious and icky and whatever, you're not going to go back. It has to feel good. And right it has away. to be achievable. You're not going to go and continue doing a workout that is so difficult that you can't finish it and you right. don't have a sense of accomplishment. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that the goals that stick are the ones where we're able to be successful right away because it was an easy it was an easy first step, mm-hmm. and then you take the next step. And every right. day, you're you're celebrating that you took the next step. I think I told you, maybe I didn't, that when I first started walking, because I've, I've been a very consistent walker for a very, very long time, years and years and years and years. But, you know, I took a few months off, really, like, and I would get out once in a while, and I wasn't timing myself. I wasn't checking my distance. I didn't have on any kind of, like, app or anything. And the first day that I was like, okay, well, now I'm on this, you know, five miles a day goal, I went out and I was doing a 20 minute mile. <laughs> I was like, um, like I am walking so slowly that I am moving backwards. This is ridiculous. I'm doing a 20 minute mile. And you know, like now I still, I'm, I'm just walking. Like when I run, obviously my miles much, much, much lower. And sometimes I run, but if I'm walking now, I'm like at like a, 14 15 minute mile you know and that's just from two weeks yeah you know like but my first day out was just abysmal you know like just and and you go huh you know like but you did it and you're like okay and then it's fun to track that and to to see your own progress to see that you know after 14 days I'm down like six minutes a mile yeah (laughs) that's why I love those tracking apps yeah you can see your progress Mm -hmm. Well, and then the fourth element was the continuous story. You know, you you are you are invested to see what happens next and you're invested in the long term success. And so it's something where you can see it continuing. Yes. So it's something that you you value the 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 immediate short term payoff that you get for having done the thing. Mm-hmm. But then you're also invested in in that going forward and it's not just a 30-day thing or a 90-day thing right but it's something that you want to do for the rest of your life it's funny that some of that almost sneaks up on you like mm-hmm. my 
daughter and I have a hike planned in 2022, in the summer of 2022. And we have been putting some real time in in the last week or so. Of we've we've reviewed the whole route. We've watched videos about it. We know we know exactly how many miles we will go each day. And we have a friend who has done this before, so we know what hotels we're going to stay at. And every time that I'm out walking now, I think to myself that I'm preparing for 18 months out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I've got something in mind that I'm preparing for season two. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Season two. So on that note, let's close with a little bit of homework. Don't forget your homework. Okay, guys. So here's what I want you to do. Over the next week or so, pay attention to whether or not the goals that you've set for yourself are binge worthy. Do they have um, a hook? Are you hooked at the very beginning? Are you successful right away and you get a payoff for that? Are they connected to your values? Are they layered? Is there a layered story there or is it something that you're just doing because you feel like you should? Are you excited about the central character yourself? Are you excited about what what this is going to bring for you and and what's going to happen next? And um, can you see it through? Can you see this happening for season two, season three, season four and, and going on? And so if you are excited about that and you want to share come on social media with us and share what you're doing we've got a post that is pinned to the top of our page right now where we're doing a goal update so you know we're going in there and updating the status of our goals come in there and update the status of our goals of your goal and if you don't want to share it to everybody but you want to share it with us send us you know, send us a message yeah. you know send us a comment and um and we want to hear about that most most importantly be part of the layer and cheer you on so We can't wait to hear what you guys do. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.